Welcome to the Blue Oasis Podcast. This is the podcast for finding peace and prosperity in your life, learning the history of hobbies, as well as making a little side hustle out of your hobbies. If you want to find balance in your life and find peace, this is your show. Get ready. You're listening to the Blue Oasis Podcast. I am your host, Adam Rosty. All right, let's get to the show. Good morning, everyone. We are talking about ballparks today and uh, traveling to them and uh, making a little YouTube money. Uh, but before we get into it, I have to tell you all about my new audiobook, Growing the Game. Uh, there will be a promo code in the show notes. And if you're listening to part of this on YouTube, uh, that link is in the description. So, um, yeah, so definitely check that out. Um, get your first 30 days free when you use that promo link uh, for signing up on audible.com. So, yeah, definitely. Once again, if you want a free trial to audible.com, please use that promo code and the link and uh, get your first 30 days free and uh, listen to my audiobook while you're at it. All right, let's get into the show. So uh, ballpark uh, exploring uh, or just uh, stadium uh, visiting. It's a really cool hobby, actually. Um, when I was 11 years old, um, I got to go to Fenway Park. Um, also, uh, when I was like 12 years old, I went to the second uh, Yankee Stadium. The original Yankee Stadium wasn't um, the, uh, yeah, the original Yankee Stadium was demolished uh, way before I was born. And then we had the the new one, the third stadium. I have not been to the newest one yet. Um, I actually did go to Shea. Um, once before, and that was a really fun experience. Uh, David Wright and Mike Piazza were still playing back then, so um, that tells you how long ago it was. I mean, it was well over a decade ago, but uh, it, it was a fun time. Uh, so, yeah. Um, seeing the stadiums, uh, Fenway Park, um, it's... It's almost like going to a museum, except you are also watching a baseball game or hockey game or football, whatever. And, and you know, you get to experience so much and you get to, you know, be a part of the history of what went on in those stadiums. And, th and there was a lot of history that went on in all those stadiums, uh, whether uh, World Series, Super Bowls, everything. Uh, Fenway was, um, for a little bit, a football stadium, just a little bit, uh, Shea Stadium, uh, the Jets, uh, had their Super Bowl win there, and, uh, and, you know, and outside, you know, at the, uh, gift shop, you know, they'll have, like, something of the history, whether that's, like, um, the, this, you know, the Mets won in 1969 and 1986, and that was all. And uh, that was, um, yeah, that's something you'll find in most stadiums. 
Um, now, this is no uh, cheap hobby. Uh, you definitely are going to need to um, stay over in a hotel, and you have to purchase the tickets. You have to purchase drinks because you can't bring your own food in there at all. But it's um, definitely uh, a bit frustrating. Yeah, yeah, really expensive. Like, you need to, like, be working extra or you need to be saving up so much just to go on this, just to see an experience. Now, um, there is a guy by the name of Zach Hample and his, at least his side hustle for all I know, um, he collects baseballs. He goes to all these different uh, Major League Baseball stadiums, collects these uh, baseballs, and... uh, and it's just a fun hobby for him uh, just to see uh, everyone uh, where all the history took place. At Petco Park, um, they had this honor of uh, Tony Gwynn. And, and you know, he shows that off. Like, he'll show you the Easter eggs almost. Uh, he was in the uh, Western Metal Supply Company building uh, at Petco Park. Uh, Zach Campbell was. And... And, you know, he just showed that off. And and I think he had like 100,000 subscribers on YouTube at the time. But um, you show off those baseball stadiums. You show off those uh, little uh, intricate parts of the stadium, uh, whether that be for hockey, uh, basketball, football, baseball, wherever that stadium might be, you know, you're going to get attention. I mean... I think about it this way, uh, in terms of, uh, YouTube and, uh, everything and just, you know, that side hustle, it's, you know, they will search for an abandoned railroad. People love exploration and, uh, certainly over the past year, we were unable to, uh, see met many of these events. Uh, that is a big unfortunate there so you know Zach Hample actually blew up a bit during this time and uh and even uh John Boy Media even he was um even he got a little more traction uh like he showed off the old Babe Ruth clips and the original Yankee Stadium and you actually can compare some of uh the stadium's of the past to what they are now, and and it's astounding. Uh, Memorial Park is uh, compared to Oriole Park, it, like like it's almost like they came out of two different universes. Um, I w- went to uh, Oriole Park for the first time when I was ten years old, and I got to see um, uh, Daniel Cabrera was on the mound, uh, Miguel Tejada was the shortstop um i when i was 11 i know rafael palmero was uh playing for the orioles then but he really um yeah if you know the story there he uh had did steroids and all that but that's a bit besides the point um just being up close to the action was beautiful and uh and you know Seeing those extra views is something really special that, you know, you're never going to forget. I mean, uh, even if you don't um, go um, ballpark surfing 
as what I like to call it, and just seeing the inside of the stadium. Um, yeah, you know, just take pictures whenever you go and just remember those moments. Now, in terms of actually just seeing the inside of the stadium, uh, I do remember the Pawtucket Red Sox. Um, I don't, like, when there were off days, I think they let you in for free, or if I'm not mistaken, I'm 99% sure they allow that. And you can still buy something at the gift shop there. Yeah, just buy something at the gift shop. It's amazing. So, yeah, it's incredible what they will, uh, what they sell there. Um, all right, uh, let's just get to the ads and we'll get right back. Okay, so like I said earlier in the segment, my audio is my audiobook is on Audible. When you, uh, all right, so if you want a free, um, thirty day trial with Audible, uh, use my, my link in the show notes and the promo code, and uh. Get your first 30 days for free, and uh, you get my audiobook for free. And you can cancel at any time, and you still keep uh, the audiobooks you have purchased or downloaded. Next, we have Skillshare.com. Ladies and gentlemen, um, if you want to get your audiobook, um, produce it um, aside. Or if, if you want to learn anything about audiobooks, um, or just drones, or guitars, or chess, or any hobby that you have, uh, and you want to just grow from it, just go to Skillshare.com, get your first two months free. You can cancel at any time. It's 100 bucks a year, and that's $10 a month after your first two months. So go, ahead, so go on and sign up. That's literally, literally all you have to do for that is like skip a l- one lunch every month. That's insane. All right, that's insane. If you can just like not eat lunch for that and just keep your salary to just purchase it, you're good. And if you need more, an extra $100, go get that extra $100. There's no excuse not to have this. Sign for Skillshare.com and get your first Two months for free. And then, now, we have, um, I guess that will be all. Um, oh, uh, if you like this podcast, um, definitely consider donating to it. Um, there's a square donation link in the show notes. And uh, $5, $1, $2, $200. It all goes a long way. And I can uh, purchase equipment and uh, pay the uh, show note fees, I'm sorry, the, uh, you know, the podcasting fees, uh, the hosting fees, and uh, put out this great content for you all. So, um, yeah, uh, sign up uh, for Audible, uh, sign up for Skillshare, and uh, consider a donation to this podcast. Thank you. Whew, yeah, got that done. All right, so we've got the... All right, so um, in terms of just, you know, going out every to uh, minor league parks or professional parks, you know, you can actually see where some of, you know, and explore the ballpark. I mean, that is beautiful. And I wasn't in the clubhouse of the Pawtucket Red Sox. um, 
and they play in, well, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, um, and, you know, they get to, and, and it was a pretty cool stadium, um, one of the only other minor league parks I went to, so there was that, I went to the Frederick Keys, and then I went to, um, First State of Field, uh, now that's called Clover Park, uh, but, yeah, you compare that to a Major League Baseball stadium, it's not even close, I mean, it's, it's almost like college, in a sense, like a college baseball park, um, it's, it's not, neither the same, um, okay, there's that, now, um, if you ever do, um, if you ever just, um, go out and see an NHL game, uh, you will definitely be impressed, um, it's not as appealing as, you know, ballparks, because ballparks just have different dimensions, and each stadium has a unique feature, um, but you, if it wasn't for the logos on the ice, and the advertisements on the ice, and, uh, the banners, um, you could easily convince someone that, oh no, they're playing in the other city. Like, no one else would even, you know, notice if they weren't uh, familiar with this. Um, there are just very few um, noticeable things on certain things when it comes to hockey um, or basketball. Like, it's the same dimensions, and the same thing goes for uh, football as well. So it's very, it can be difficult to tell. And, and now, if you do really want to just go explore the country side, um, baseball is a great sport to look at. And, and, uh, I would say start off with the minor league parks if you want to just, um, go and, uh, just see the countryside and, uh, Post some content to YouTube or, um, and your website and share it with your friends. Uh, just let them know what you're up to and, uh, you know, get some views up there, get some subscribers and, uh, maybe you'll make some, uh, dough. So, um, yeah, get some dough on that. Um, now in all 50 states, every, uh, single stadium has a minor leagues, uh, team. Uh, what I think the only exception might be Alaska and maybe you could, I, I think Alaska might be the only exception to this. And I'm actually going to do a quick Google search here. Uh, geez, this is, this is why I, this is why I make mistakes, people. But we're going to go to um, Google and um, and just search um, Alaska Minor League Baseball Team. Uh, so also, Minor League Baseball. Huh. The Alaska Baseball League is an amateur collegiate summer players in the league must have attended one year. Okay. That's not what I was looking for. There's the AB, yeah, pretty much ABL. Um, 
Anchorage Glacier Pilots. I think, uh, um, yeah, I'm not seeing this in terms of uh, like single-A baseball, but we'll just pass on that for now. Um, anyway, we've got the, uh, you know, you know, if you live in the mainland of the United States, you're not in, in Alaska or Hawaii. You are in even something as small a state as Rhode Island. You've got, um, you know, you can go to the game. And I'm actually going to go to the uh, Port St. Lucie Mets game um, the following weekend uh, from this recording. And uh, and it was like 12 bucks a ticket. It's like, it's ridiculous how cheap it is like and and certainly uh there are major league uh parks that will not let you uh sit as close to the baseline as that so if you really just want to have a cheap date um not have to worry about the prices go to a minor league baseball game and uh just you know it's cheap it's fun i mean sometimes they have these little nitro race cars or something like something silly like that and uh, it's fun. It, it's more of a family fun experience, though. But if that's just what you're looking for, it's great. Um, oh, and uh, now, yeah, we talked about the hobby. We talked about the history of um, this sort of stuff. Um, I guess I'll go into minor league baseball a bit um, more. Now, uh, now, even though now single A is more prominent, the most prominent uh, league of uh, all the other leagues. There are more teams in single A, and uh, then you've got double A and triple A, and they behave more like. And once you get up the ranks, it starts behaving more like a major league game, and yeah. Now, the Nashville Sounds are the triple uh, A affiliate to the Brewers. Um, there's that. And and I don't know if the uh, price is the same as single A, but I've only ever been to single A minor league baseball games. And uh, that was pretty much it uh, with that. Um, hmm. Now, the Nashville Sounds, uh, they... Their stadium may become a major league park, and you're certainly going to look at that uh, with uh, Vegas as well. Um, so in terms of uh, major league uh, baseball stadiums uh, coming about, new stadiums, there is potential for expansion as well as, you know, some teams moving around. The Rays may move to Nashville, the uh, A's may move to Vegas or Nashville. Um, you've got potential in Buffalo, I think, and Portland. Um, I don't know the rules, uh, in regards to, uh, Montreal and Vancouver. I don't know what they're going to be doing there. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska might become the next big city and, uh, and, and, uh, but Oakland, Oakland's going to go the way of the dinosaur. The A's are moving out. So, uh, that's, uh, that is a bit of a tragedy for, uh, the city of Oakland there. And I'll actually go into a little more of the history 
um, of minor league baseball. Uh, San Diego uh, was initially a AAA city, not an not an official MLB city, but you know, as the city grew um, to uh, some of the uh, you know more popular as more of a popular California city, uh, certainly when you compare it to Oakland, uh, yeah, there was definitely uh, more, uh, you know, it definitely became more appealing. It was nice. It was cool. The temperature was never too hot, never too cold. It it worked to be a baseball city. And, uh, yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was impressive. I'll, I'll tell you that much when when they uh, did make the uh, jump to the big leagues in um, 69. Uh, so, yeah, that's the thing. People move across the country. You know, cities grow, cities come and go. Uh, Philadelphia once had two MLB teams. So did St. Louis. So did Boston. Um, so did a lot of, you know, cities. You know, you've got Milwaukee. You've got you. You got all these cities, right? I mean, the only thing right now that could like really, I, I think expansion's coming is what I'm trying to say. Uh, there's going to be two new cities that come about, and but I can honestly tell you that they want to leave Oakland, like legitimately the A's want to leave Oakland um their stadium is a, a dump uh and that's the that's the thing if you want um your team to stay um if you want if you don't want to see your team go be a part of the action and you know baseball is definitely a great hobby to get into whether you're uh, just doing stadium uh, travel across the country or something uh, else in terms of just going to the games and just trading cards. You know, baseball is one sport that is, you know, integrated into so much of our pop culture, our hobbies, our lifestyle. And it's something that you should be uh, appreciative of because it has definitely shaped the country and... Uh, it has affected, you know, so much of what we do. It's made its way over to other countries, South American countries, Asian countries, and and it has been shared across the globe. And we're better for um, sharing this game than just keeping it to ourselves. Uh, I guess that will do it for the episode of, uh, you know, Stadium Travel. Um, until the next one, stay safe, stay great. I'll talk to you then. Yeah.